You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life. Sharing with you a book called Glad You Are Here, Two Unlikely Friends Breaking Bread and Fences. There's a story behind this, and to share in that story, we've got Pastor Craig Cooper is joining us. He is one of the co-authors, along with Walker Hayes, and they are sharing this story about their unlikely friendship and how God kind of brought two people together just at the right time, and now they are sharing uh Ultimately, how closer than brothers uh, they share in the life of Christ and what that can look like for all of us. Good morning to you, Craig. Thanks for spending some time with us. Hey, thanks for having me, Steve. It's an honor to be here. Pleasure. And uh, just happy to get a chance to connect with you all. Well, we spoke with you on the program uh, before summer, just when the book had been fresh off of the press, and I remember the smell of the ink when it came and you opened the box. (laughs) Nothing better than a brand new book from the publisher. But um, one of these great things that come out of this book is hope when we're feeling a little lonely. Um, Mm. Tell me a little bit about your relationship with Walker, how that came about, uh, because you guys mm-hmm. chose to move in next to each other, basically, knock down mm-hmm. that fence, as you said, um, which, you know, by the way, I think this makes a really good country song, right? Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to yeah. make sure you get a split sheet on that one with them. And <laughs> tear, tearing down the fence. That's right. So in a in the, in a pretty connected culture that we have today, a lot of people still struggle with feeling alone because it's not true relationship. Why do yeah. you think that it is difficult for folks to enter into a relationship, especially? two guys Mm, yeah that's a great question steve i I mean we we're such a connected culture right now we've never been more connected than ever um you know you've got instagram facebook twitter you've got uh tiktok you've got all kinds of social media you got text messaging email you know iPhones, Androids, all all of that, um, and I, I we've never been more connected in terms of just you know being able to reach somebody across the world on all of that. But I think there's a huge difference between table connection um, and tablet connection, and and I'll explain that. But table connection is you know eye to eye, face to face, heart to heart soul to soul, individual to individual, uh, man to man, woman to woman, you know, around a table of, of grace where you can know that you're accepted and, and it has nothing to do with your performance or your achievements or your accolades or what, what you have or haven't done or anything like that. It's just the door is wide open and we are able to come in and enter in to the, the grace and mercy of Jesus. Um, and I, you see that in the Gospels. You see, you know, Jesus going to Matthew's home and, and eating and drinking with, you know, tax collectors and sinners and, and, and people kind of really uh, charging him with, why do you do that? And what's what's wrong with you? And, and, 
in him being able to communicate, you know, it's, it's, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick and, 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 you know, he's the great physician and that's what, what he did was he came to be near so that he could bring healing. And the truth is we're all sick. Like we all need that. Um, you know, for, for me, I, I really struggle with uh, anxiety, I struggle at times with depression, I struggle at times, you know, with loneliness, all of that. And so to have individuals, you know, who, who kind of put their arm around you um, and meet you where you are is, is just life-giving. So it's, it's not like our friendship with the Hayes was one-sided. It's been very much um, just a gift from God to both of us. I remember sitting around the table here in our dining room and at one point, just saying, man, y'all, I'm sorry I'm so low right now because I was struggling with some discouragement and some things going on. And, and Walker just put his fork down, looked at, at me, and he said, hey, bro, it's okay. We love you low. And, man, I it just meant the world to me, you know, to have my buddy who had just come to faith in Christ, um, you know, really bring in care for, for me in that, in that moment. And so I, uh, I think we're connected, but man, what, what, what we need is we need one-on-one, you know, face-to-face, soul-to-soul, uh, heart-to-heart type of connection that cannot be replaced by the iPhone, um, or social media. Well, you know, that is so important, and I love the contrast that you said, you know, the table versus tablet, uh, because honestly, you know, there is an intimate connection in looking another person in the eye. That's where we really are able to see that image bearer in one another, and we don't, we simply don't see that when we have it through digitalized. It's just not there. And so that, yeah, I think, is such world. an important valuable statement uh to share in that mm-hmm. yeah totally different world different ball game uh when it's when it's person to person versus uh tablet to tablet <laughs> yeah well craig um, the, as you know the subtitle of the book is two unlikely friends breaking bread and fences so how did yep. how did the friendship with walker come to be and why why is it an unlikely one yeah, I mean, we, we used the word unlikely because I was a pastor who had, you know, moved from East Tennessee to Middle Tennessee to help plant a church, uh, you know, brand new church plant. This was 10 years ago, so you're talking 20, uh, 2013 is when we planted, but we moved here, our family moved here in 2012. You know, uh, shortly after moving here, one of the first couples we ran into at, at a basketball game in, um, you know, our local area in Franklin. Uh, my son was playing basketball. Um, some of their kids were playing basketball. It was the Hayes family. And we say unlikely because, you know, Walker at that time was a, was a professing atheist. So he didn't want to have anything to do with, with, Jesus, the word Jesus, the person Jesus, the name Jesus, didn't even believe in Jesus. <laughs> and, and yet uh, we struck up this amazing friendship where started going to each other's kids' uh, ball games and then having them over to our house and them over. They, they had us over to um, 
their house and, and just started spending a lot of time together. And then uh, we found out Walker was a singer songwriter. So we would go support him and go to Pockets Boathouse on Wednesday nights. He was playing for like 15 to 20 people at the time. And I would stand in the parking lot with him afterwards and say, dude, you are so gifted. Like you're going to fill stadiums. I was blown away that he was playing for free. Uh, they, they would they would feed his family, basically, is what, what they were doing. Um, but, you know, he was just scrapping along, um, it, writing songs, trying to write songs for other people. And that. And, and here, you know, you've got a guy, I'm going, man, you, you, you have got the gifts. And so I started praying, you know, Lord, use his gift of songwriting to draw him to you and to draw other people to you through his, through his songs. And anyway, we, um, you know, he kept hanging around. They kept coming and we kept hanging with them. And it was, it's very unlikely because I, we were all about, you know, Jesus. And, and I didn't talk to him about Jesus all the time. You know, he brought up the Lord, you know, we, I, we would discuss our backstories and, and all of that, but mainly we just had a tight bond and friendship and, you know, fast forward, they uh, ended up losing their seventh child, Oakley, um, in, in birth. And it was just an absolute tragedy, um, unexpected um, and almost lost Laney too. Uh, Walker's wife, and, you know, the Lord began to really uh, draw Walker through that, he, and, he, and he has said that in many times that, you know, God just used that uh, moment and and the loss of Oakley uh, to draw him to the Lord, and so Walker has this amazing conversion, comes to faith in Christ, and then he's like, man, we want to be near y'all and the house next door came up and uh, they moved in next door right as COVID was hitting. So this is March of 2020 mm. and we ripped the fence out between our two backyards really as just an easier way for the kids. So they didn't have to hop the fence, you know, going back and forth between <laughs> our two back porches. But as Walker and I sat out there having coffee together, we're, we're like, man, this really is an expression of what God has done in our lives. Like he just ripped down the barriers that separate us from the Lord and from each other. And he's created this pathway of, of peace and commune community and, you know, community is just incredible. And uh, because the world shut down, we started, you know, writing some songs about the Lord and then uh, his team didn't know what to do with those. <laughs> He's like, what do we do with this? You know, and uh, and then, you know, we, I, we started writing and uh, Glad You're Here came out of it. And it's been so well received and, and individuals, you know, are uh, sharing it like crazy. And I'm so grateful, um, blown away by the reception. And uh, but yeah, that's that's what happened. It was just in many ways, it feels like we're watching a movie unfold. Uh, it just is incredible what God's done through very ordinary things. He's done extraordinary deeds, and we just want to give him the glory for it. It's all the Lord. Well, you know, I love what you had said about how you prayed 
for him. And it was kind of a, that really is like a, a what it's a sneaky prayer, what you did, because you <laughs> said, you know, God, use his own sneaky giftings, prayer. right? Yeah. Use what you've already put in him that you would have him use to change others, but use it to change himself. I mean, that is a that is a sneaky prayer, my friend. I'm going to start using well, that one. Um. <laughs> I think that's, I, you know, Steve, I think that, that is, uh, that was just inspired by the Lord. I Here's what's crazy. God has answered that for sure. There's no question. But the Lord did it in a very sneaky way. Yeah. Where, you know, Walker ended up as an unbeliever writing a song uh, called Craig that is about our relationship, our friendship. We had given them a van in a time of need. And, uh, you know, we kept that a secret, didn't share it with anybody. And uh, a couple of years later, it was probably a year and a half, two years later, he sends me this, uh, this MP3 of a song and it's got the name Craig on it. And we were accustomed to getting MP3s from him. I love everything he's written. And we, you know, could, could see, uh, and hear those songs, you know, before anybody else did. Some of them go out, some of them don't. Um, but never had he sent one that had my name on it. And it hit me at a time. I was five years into the church plant, and I had spent that morning crying out to God, walking the streets of downtown Franklin. And I remember just stopping and saying, Lord, I'm so discouraged right now. Is it, I, You know that I try to encourage other people. I need you to please encourage me right now is my life making a difference in anyone's life around me and do you have me where you want me i need to know that and that night we're out on a date and you know uh, that i was sharing with lara my wife how discouraged i was and her phone buzzed and it was from laney walker's wife and i remember being a little bit irritated because i'm like hey i'm trying to tell you my deep and dark struggles and can you just tell laney we'll talk later and, uh, and she said, well, it's got an MP3 on it. It has your name on it. I think we need to play it. Lara persisted. It went through, and it was the song Craig. That song is all about Jesus. But Walker didn't use the name Jesus, didn't, didn't share Jesus, but he talked about my relationship with Jesus. And it is just amazing. And then what happened is out on the road, he wrote it as an unbeliever. He wrote it as an atheist. And then, and, and, and then on 20, 2017, he started sharing it in concerts and things like that. And people would, and it went on their, his album, Boom. And uh, people, you know, started saying their, their stories, you know, about uh, how God had met them through their friends. And then also um, sharing about the Lord with Walker. And so God used that and the loss of Oakley and a bunch of things together to really bring Walker to a place of, of, uh, of faith in yeah. him. And so the Lord answered that. It's amazing. But not in a way that I would have imagined. Yeah. And, we, and when we got the song first, Steve, we kept it. And I said, we're not going to play this for anybody. You know, we're, this is just between me and you, Lara. Yeah. We didn't even play it for our kids. And, uh, and, but then, then they dropped it on an album. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> best laid plans, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So well, you know it's funny. Yeah. Um, 
you know, well, I don't know if you uh, if you visit him uh, while he's out on tour because you know there's been great success that has come for him as a songwriter yeah. uh, in recent yeah. years, and I know he actually is coming to Indianapolis. He's coming to town in August on August fourth. So if you travel up yeah. on this way to see him or or meet up with them, uh, invitations open for you guys to come on in, and uh, when you're in town, oh, come you. on by the studio and share on this, but. What is it that you really want people to go away with after they would read this or just to be inspired by this story? Because there's yeah. a number of things that I can point out uh, in that, the way that God has woven this all together. Um, but yeah. what would you want someone to be impressed by that God is speaking into their life through this work that you guys created together? Uh, that's a great question, Steve. Yeah, I... I just want people to know that Jesus is alive. He's real. He's alive. He's active. And, you know, we're, we're in 2023 and things feel different. You know, uh, it's a, it's a strange world that we're living in, uh, especially here in the United States. But Jesus is very much at work and alive and he, he hears our prayers and, he answers our prayers and he works on behalf of those who wait for him. And, you know, the, it, I, I couldn't have a more ordinary life. I live in a neighborhood. I'm, I'm here in my home office. I'd work remotely, um, you know, and I, it, we just, but what, and I struggle, you know, with discouragement and stuff like that, but, you know, reviewing what God has done, I'm like, man, the Lord he is at work. He's alive. And I want people to, to see that through every chapter, you know, just to know um, God is eager to use you. You may feel like I don't have anything to offer or, you know, what can I do to make a difference? But God is, is so eager to use you. He's so eager to work in and through you in ways that even surprise you where you step back and go, what? How did that happen? And it's all the Lord. It's, you know, I am the Lord. That is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to idols. I just want, you know, everybody who reads it to to look immediately vertically up and, and worship the Lord Jesus. And also, I hope it uh, helps them, gives them hope and, and strength that they can have vibrant relationships that are real, that are vulnerable, um, that they can reach, you know, people who don't want to have anything to do with Jesus uh, with the good news of the gospel and that God will work yeah. uh, in and through them. So that's that's my hope for anybody who reads the book. Well, you know, it really is a great read, and I want to encourage people to go over to moodybooks.org and pick up a copy, share in that. Also, check out where Walker Hayes is going to be in concert, going to be coming to Indianapolis over the summer, White River uh, Amphitheater. But Craig, you know, as a pastor, I've got to ask this of you because I'd be remiss to do that. Um, you know, there are a lot of people who are feeling that disconnection. There are people who don't have a relationship with Jesus. And mm -hmm. I would ask that uh, as we close this out, would you pray that there is a, a new confidence 
in someone mm-hmm. to take that step to enter into a relationship, whether that is their neighbor. I'm not going. I'm not saying go out in your backyard and rip down your fence, just so everybody understands that. Yeah. But yeah. you know, we want people to figuratively tear down that fence and ex- you know yeah. let themselves be seen by someone else or enter into someone else's story because that is the the model that Christ has given us. Would you pray us out with that? Oh, happy to, happy to. Thanks for asking. Lord, we worship you, we thank you, and we just honor you. It's a new day. Thank you that your mercies are new every single morning. So great is your faithfulness. Because of the Lord's great love, we're not consumed. Your compassions never fail. Your mercies are new this morning. And so we lean on you. We we, we come to you. And I just pray for everybody listening, Lord, that they would hear you say, glad you're here. Um, Lord, that they would feel the the welcome, open arms of Jesus Christ uh, reaching out and saying, I'm glad you're here. Lord, you created us for your glory, and, and our, our hearts will just find no rest until they rest in you. And you've welcomed us at your table. And I thank you for the hospitality that you've shown that you that you have extended to us that you know it breaks down walls and and tears out fences and I pray that everybody listening would experience the joy of Jesus and the joy of their own you know torn down fences and their own path of you know connection and, and community that you would provide thank you Jesus that you're a friend of sinners which it gives hope for everybody who would say yep i i am not perfect i've i have i've not done everything right and i recognize uh my my sin and and i i just pray lord that they would sense your goodness your mercy your grace your favor and that they would uh, find their rest and their community and communion with you and in you and uh I just uh, thank you, Lord, for everybody here and use them. Use them for your glory and work in them what's pleasing in your sight. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen to that, brother. Thank you so much. Craig Cooper, if you're interested in finding out more about Craig, his church, and his work, and you would like to uh, also find out about this story a little bit deeper, CraigAllenCooper.com. CraigAllenCooper.com is where you'll head. We'll link to that over at the KellyAndSteve.org resources tab as well. Craig, thank you so much for taking time to spend with me this morning. Hey, thanks, Steve. Great being with you. Really really appreciate y'all. Have a wonderful, happy new year. You as well. Thank you so much. You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio. From the word to life.